Keys to the Commonwealth, a podcast where we share the real stories of local community members who are using real estate to build personal wealth, along with tips and tricks from professionals across the industry. And now, your host, Landry Fields. Welcome back, everyone, to the Keys to the Commonwealth podcast. I have a very special guest for you today on the show, and very excited because he is the founder and owner of Nature Rooms, which we will learn more about here in a minute, as well as Remix Education. He's been a real estate investor for 18 years, born and raised right down the road in Berea, Kentucky. He received his degree from the University of Kentucky. He married his beautiful bride, Jenny, and together they have four awesome kids, Isabella, Zeke, Mason, and Malia. I am stoked to welcome my friend Matt Hogg to the Keys to the Commonwealth Studio. Matt, my man, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm super pumped. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You've, you're one of those guys that have always got something. Every time I talk to you, you've got something. You're like probably like me, where I'm like, I'm always working on something, and it seems like you're the same way. You've always got something that you're working on, creative <laughs> oh, yeah. at heart, and so forth. Always dreaming. Yeah. And just real quick, as far as remix education, I just wanted to point that out, what that is. Would you explain what that is real quick? We're not going to talk in depth about it, but it's a cool, awesome uh, Yeah, thing. so remix is uh, really just a, a huge passion project for me. Yeah. So the last 13 years, my wife and I, we've gone into schools and churches, and yeah. uh, I was a former mascot for the University of Kentucky, That's right. as well as uh, a mascot in the NBA for a couple of years for the Wizards. And I don't think I remember about the NBA. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy time, fun times. I once done the scratch costume for hey, a, a football game. Nice. That's Yeah. That's, that's an about experience. Because I lived with, I lived with all those guys that were scratched back at that point. But that's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so we do that. Uh, we, we take a lot of fun and mascot character and a bunch of games and yeah. then mix a positive message to try to help kids be their best. Nice. Love it. Especially in today's uh, world and society uh, with kids and so forth. So important. Switching back to real estate here, uh, hop back in the DeLorean and tell me, you know, what got you into real estate? How'd you get there? Right. So with real estate, it's really just been in the family my entire life, starting with my my grandma and grandpa. They, I feel like, uh, were the beginners of it all. And that transferred down to my uncle and my dad and just kind of always grew up with my dad having rental property and having to go and help him on rehabs and, yeah. and different things like that. So it's always been in my in the back of my mind of like, hey, we should probably yeah. need to get into this. So it was more or less second nature, just a matter of when, not if kind of scenario. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, first investment property you had, you know, what had you, what was that? How'd you get that? Uh, first investment property was, uh, really just a, a huge blessing, huge hookup with my grandma. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was a sophomore in college and she's like, Hey, you, uh, you need to buy this house. And I'm like, what? I don't have any money. And she's like, <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> just like, just make payments to me. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Whatever you say. That sounds awesome. So it was just one of those situations yeah. where it, it worked out really well. I was able to get a couple of roommates that were making the payment for me. And she really just like did it all and just like held my hand through it all. And I'm sure now, uh, looking back, I mean, you probably didn't realize the gravity of how probably big that was at the time. Oh, it was I mean, a- you probably thought it was big, but I'm sure as an adult now, in some ways, you're like, man, that was so huge. Yeah, I mean, shout out to all the grandmas out there oh, that are awesome. Real. Like so much, uh, so much. I feel like is owed to my grandma. Um, yeah, because that was really just the the beginning of her like helping us out. And since then, like to be honest, she's blessed us with like three other properties where she's wow. just like, hey, I'm gonna unload these. I want to bless you guys yeah. and your family. So, and that's such a cool part about real estate, right? I mean, the the longevity, the further generations way that oh, it can sure. impact that. Yeah, just like the generational impact of like yeah. it's literally life changing 
that the fact that she's like giving us these properties and yeah. and even you know helps us make deals and I've she's been like the one person throughout my whole life where it's like hey as far as like some financial wisdom what do you think what's the best way to go and she's like listen up <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure she doesn't have a business degree it's just the fact that you know you have to, you you can learn this stuff from if you just set your mind to it, just dig into it, learn it. You don't have to know it right away and ask questions too, right? Right, right, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, so obviously, I know how you finance that deal. So talk more <laughs> about what was what was kind of the next deal then? What what was that next step as far as uh, rental properties then? So let's see. So yeah, obviously that one was was really sweet. Um, then the next one was probably like years and years later, and um, I think it ended up being a deal where I had paid off that house over those 10 years with, uh, you know, just different friends and, and family living there. And so I was able to do a cash out refi mm-hmm. and purchase the next property at the ca- in cash. Wow. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a little harder to get in the game these days, obviously <laughs> in some respects, cash is the cash on cash return or the, uh, the rate of return is definitely being squeezed in some respects, but yeah. And uh, I think that, that actually it, that might sound like it's big, all you paid in cash, but like yeah. it was literally, a house that was twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when it was purchased. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but that's, that, a, but that's a note to real estate, right? I mean, like it really doesn't ever really go down, and and I mean, sure, sure, in some areas, but or might plateau or take some dips, but right. but like now that house is probably worth a hundred. So yeah. So it's kind of amazing. Yeah. How it all works out. And so you were doing stuff like the the mascot stuff during this time at the same time, or is this kind of after you were done with all that? No, no. So that was, um, you know, we started Remix back in 2008. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was just like real estate was always just kind of like the side thing of just like, hey, if we can raise some capital, build up the capital, whatever. And then whenever we find a deal, I'm such a deal guy. Like I can't, I can't pay retail <laughs> for anything. <laughs> so. I mean, but to being patient can, pay, uh, can go a long way in this, you know. Oh, 100%. Being patient and. I mean, this is also just something I live by. But Which, no offense, you don't seem like the most patient of a person sometimes, you know, with the way you want to go. <laughs> so that's kind energy. of that's ironic and funny, actually, in some respects. I think, it, you know, so much of it, it does just come down to relationships. Like, even that deal um, was a couple of good friends of mine that I'd heard them talk about it, and they're just like, oh, this house is terrible. I hate this house. And it's like, <laughs> man, that sounds terrible. Until, like, one day I'm like, oh, wait, let me get that. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what it looks like. I mean, a lot of times real estate, some of the best uh, options out there end up being ones that people don't see the bigger picture or pass on it because it, you know, and then somebody comes along and says, hey, no, I see something different that no one else sees in that respect, which I think we're going to, we're going to talk about that here in a second in some respects. But as far as your current portfolio, what is your kind of current portfolio right now as far as look like? So uh, right now, let's see, I think we have four single family homes. We have a fourplex, a duplex. We own half of a cabin <laughs> at the gorge. Okay. And then we also have a 25 acre farm out there at the gorge that yeah. we're hoping, hoping to develop and do some really cool things. Before we get to that, uh, what's the kind of the biggest difference? Obviously you've got a, and then you've got short term rental, right? Yeah. So one of those single family homes in Lexington, we did just convert to. Airbnb. So you've kind of got a gambit of different things there, which is I find interesting. And so talk to me about the differences or, you know, 
why you didn't just kind of a lot of people will take one path and they'll just keep on that path, right? As right. far as the the way their portfolio looks and so forth, you know, what what was your decision in that, or where have been the differences or things in that nature as far as the different types of rental between fourplex or single family or or short term rental? Yeah, so I think for me, like one of the things that I love is just like having options, and I think you know, even though I've been in real estate, I guess for eighteen years, it's still. I feel like it's more recent in the last five, six, seven years that I've really started to like make my own decisions with it and things like that. But yeah. And, and my stuff, even like my long-term real estate, like, like I said, I have that one $20,000 property and then I have like kind of a range like there's a, a $70,000, there's a hundred thousand, there's a 200, you know, it's, it's a range of all these different things to just try to, I guess I still consider myself a kind of a new to real estate investor type person to where I want to have all these different things and kind of see which ones are going to work well. And yeah. then in the next few years be like, all right, let's go hard on this. Sure. So where I, a lot of people are like, I'm going to diversify different income streams. You're all, you're kind of basically diversifying the investment side of things, which is kind of nice. I mean, especially COVID showed us that I mean, you can never count on one thing to just always be there. So uh, switching gears back to the farm in the gorge. So you own how many acres? Well, that's a different story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to grab coffee and tell you, tell you guys the details of that one. But, yeah. Uh, get your properties surveyed. <laughs> yes. And even when they're surveyed, that doesn't apparently mean anything sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. Right? I don't know what's going on. But so you've got a farm, I guess, of some acreage down in uh, the gorge. And uh, I guess you kind of stumbled upon it when you were kind of working on getting this cabin that you've got currently, right? Yeah. So, you know, we had a few of the, the homes in, uh, in Lexington and then a buddy was just started talking about the gorge and how he has a cabin and he's able to go use it some and he's able to like bless some of his friends and let them stay there for cheap right. sometimes or just like let them stay for free. But then he was also able to get the same return as like one of my long-term rentals in Lexington. I'm like, man, what's up with that? Right. And like the, the real kicker was, you know, all my deals in Lexington or, or Berea, I'm always like, hey, talking to my wife, and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And she's like, man, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, she has no interest. But right. then as soon as I was like, hey, what about a cabin at the gorge? She's like, I'm in. I'm right. Like, oh, son, let, let's really? go. <laughs> really? Okay. So I think she was really excited about just the fact that, you know, with a, a more of a vacation-type home, yeah. short-term rental, you can – make the investment, make some good money on it, but then also be able to use it a little bit. I think you would agree. The Gorge was a highly undervalued, underrated area in a lot of places, in a lot of ways for investing investment properties, the the aspect of Airbnb and so forth and traveling more to state parks or locally because of COVID has obviously drawn that. And I know there's potential development in a a resort scenario down there. We'll have to kind of wait and see on that. Um, but that, I mean, if that happens, obviously no one wants it to become Gatlinburg down there, right? <laughs> but, so. I mean, there's a lot there that could be offered and definitely transitioned in a good way to uh, a boom. You know, we've already got a booming tourism economy in some respects with the bourbon side of things. But, I mean, the eastern Kentucky um, right. mountains there, That I mean, there's a lot that can go there. You know, there's a lot. There's of so much to offer. It's such an amazing place, so beautiful, and, like, the people around there are just like some of the best people ever. Right. So, I think and I mean, it's, and it's, I mean, it's so close too. Right. I mean, we always kind of forget that how close it is really. And it really is so close. Yeah. One hour away and you've got some 
I think it's world class climbing, and that's what they talk about a lot out there. But not just the climbing; you got the hikes, you got yeah. waterfalls, lakes, all that stuff. So, so the farm. So we got the farm. We got you the obviously farm. didn't buy it just to have it as a farm. I think you had some other ideas to use with it, right? So yeah. Talk, so, so what's fun, the plan? Funny enough, like you know, my buddy started telling me about the cabins, and I was like, "All right, sweet, let's find a cabin." But like, nothing seemed. Nothing was very cool. It's just a lot of old, like. These are normal cabins, and like even now, you can't even find the old cabins to buy. It's it's like super hot market. Over oh yeah, there. and uh, just couldn't find anything, so I just started talking to people. And so you had already about, acquired the, the the land. No, no, no. Okay, I, I was looking for a cabin on yep. an acre. Right. But then, when nothing was available, that okay. I thought was great. Okay. And so then it's like, all right, let's look at this from a different angle. Maybe we could find some land, and then that's how we found the land that we found. It's 25 acres, waterfalls, caves, huge rock face cliffs. There's a stream along the bottom of it. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> really? So, um, so yeah, we're, we're super pumped about it. Like, that's what we are ultimately going to be calling nature rooms, which is going to be a series of geodesic domes, tree houses, cabins. Um, we're even going to explore, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm an options guy. So, we're even going to maybe be doing some bell tents and um like some wagon tent type structures just getting super creative with a lot of different things so short-term rental side like diversifying obviously what's there there's a there's a in the short-term market obviously there can be um ones that do well out of necessity because of location right there's nothing to really draw they're just obviously convenience for people but then place like the gorge or some of these other areas um, you can do quite well with what you're talking about with the geodomes a wagon i know that sounds strange go look it up on airbnb they do unbelievably well for some reason but <laughs> the idea of creating something that is unique or has its own draw to it outside of just the location it's at like that talk to me a little bit about that as far as uh, i mean it's unbelievable the sometimes the difference that you can that uh, the nightly rates can be between something like that versus just a normal, you know. Right. And I, and I think like, you know, we, we live in the Instagram world where everybody wants to be able to, to take a picture in front of something cool. Um, I think it's also just like with, with more younger people coming up and maybe having access to a little bit more money these days, they aren't just looking for a place to stay. They're looking for an experience. So, and I think that's the test to our, at least our generation and the one after us for sure, right? I mean, as far as definitely more of an experience-based generation culture. Right. They want to experience it. They want to, they want to feel something. They don't want to it, – not many are just looking for a place to lay their head at night. It's yeah. like, man, what is – what else comes with this? You know, they're looking for those, those extra benefits. And uh, so that's why you know, yeah. we're hoping to do super unique, super interesting – like different yeah. things like that. So I think from one of my other conversations, you said the geodomes are going to be platformed uh, pretty high up in the air. Is that right? Right. So, I mean, obviously when you're building unique and creative things, like there's thousands on thousands of decisions to be made. So it's like, hey, we could put this on the ground or we could put it 10, 12 feet up in the air. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it, it's been a wild ride, but it's it's going to be cool. But you're definitely one of those people that are like, you know what? Let's figure this out. Let's uh, let's just go away from the norm. Everyone's going left. Let's take a right hand turn here and kind of see where we're at and go for it and uh, and uh, you know, yeah, just exactly. jump all in kind of scenario. And I feel like that's uh, maybe that's some of the the rubbing off of 
being a mascot for the last 20 years <laughs> is it's like I made this uh, completely random business of getting in a costume and, and entertaining and educating kids and encouraging them. That's been what I've done for the last last many years. And probably so many people were like, but what are you going to do for a real job? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I just want to have fun. I want to create experiences for people. And now it's just like transferring that yeah. and being like, man, as I look at so many other friends, so many other parents and, and just people around me, it's like, man, we need to create the space for families to connect. We need to create the space for, um, you know, husbands and wives to be able to, to get away and have some rest and have some relaxation. Or if you're like me, to like get some of that, but also let's do something crazy <laughs> while we're away. And uh, I think the Gorge offers so many of those things with, with the rock climbing, the mountain yeah. biking, the, the four-wheeling all those things. Yeah. I'm excited for the future of that area for sure. I grew up in a short period of time in Stanton, Kentucky there in yeah, Powell yeah. County. Um, and can remember hikes to the top of the bridge as a kid over and over and still go down there. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I hope, you know, we obviously good ways as far as development. I mean, that's speak to that a little bit. Cause I'm the, the downfall is, Oh, you think, Oh, let's just go get involved in real estate in the gorge. But Talk to me a little bit about how that is vastly different than any, you know, trying to do something anywhere else in Kentucky half the time. Yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely a different situation over there. It, uh, you know, if you can find somebody that shows up when they say they're going to show up and they do what they say they're going to do, then it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> you actually did it. <laughs> this is awesome. They move at their own pace in a lot of times. Yeah, of they ways, move right? at their own pace, but um, but again, you know, we've we've found some great people. We're working with some some great guys out there. Yeah. They are. I mean, but when you find a great guy, a lot of times they're being pulled in lots of different directions. So it's just kind of that give and take of, man, I, I want to be all in with you. I yeah. understand you've got these other commitments, but that's supposed to be a lot of patience. A lot of patience. In yeah. Yeah. Trying mm-hmm. to be patient. What's one of the craziest uh, things that you've seen or have happened? Uh, tenant, property, you know, everybody investing always, get, always has a story. Is there one that sticks out to you? Oh man, there <laughs> there was one time my renter uh, they they texted me and they said, um, "Hey, we need to get a plumber over here. The toilet is stopped up." And when I was trying to plunge the toilet, a rat crawled up out of the toilet. It scratched me, and then it jumped back down in the toilet and ran away. And I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> like that's crazy like, if that happened." But uh, I don't know if that happened. Yeah. So, I mean, did any of that happen? Was the toilet, I assume, the was toilet stopped was up. clogged up. Okay. For sure. But. And they were just trying to make it like, oh, it wasn't anything I did, and, or trying to. I don't know. Oh maybe they were just trying to create know. some urgency to, to get us <laughs> to over there. But that was wild. Like, what the heck? We've got some uh, Navy SEAL rats there in the toilet there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so what are some of the best things that you've kind of learned in real estate or if someone's, you were sitting down with coffee, somebody's wanting to get into it, you know, um, using to build wealth. Uh, I, and I, again, I use the word wealth in the different scenarios of like, not just money, but a lot of times they might be for more like time or flexibility or rest or relaxation or your family type of thing. So, you know. Right. So, I mean, I think like my whole goal with real estate is like trying to, to create more of that passive lifestyle. I feel like so... So many of us, you know, just me, I'll just talk personally. It's like we 
I'm, I'm just hurrying through life and I'm just like busy, busy, busy. And I got to go, I got to go, got to go. You know, I love what we've created with Remix and being able to, to be the guy on stage and be able to create these super fun moments and be able to speak truth into so many people. But like so often I'm having to leave my family to go do that. And right. I think that, you know, over these last two years, being at home with the family more has just like brought mm. the the obvious, like it wasn't obvious before of like, hey, you need to be home more. Yeah. And now it that now it's just like blatantly blatantly in my face of like, hey, we need you here. And, you know, your your wife, your kids, yeah. that's that's gonna be they're gonna be with you the yeah. rest of your life. And so like let's stop focusing on money as much and let's try to really focus on loving the people sure that we should love the most. Yeah. Which is what we try to do here at uh, my agency our motto is loving people through insurance as corny as that sounds, (laughs) Yeah, you know, trying to find ways we can impact people. And if we can just focus on that, obviously I think the returns will come for sure. Just not necessarily in a dollar sign scenario, but right. And I, and I think that real estate does just do a great job of, of being able to start to create some of that passive income. Um, you know, hopefully not only are you cash flowing on a month to month basis, but you're also building that equity that then you can pull out to create more wealth. And uh, hopefully allow that time to all for us to get our time back to right. go do the more important things. Uh, switching gears here a little bit, uh, any professional personal goals that you're kind of working on this for this new year? Uh, so this year we are so currently on the farm we have zero structures, zero <laughs> rentable things, but we are hoping to have five structures up by the end of the year. Okay. Um, you know, we're hoping to have a dome, a treehouse, a bell tent, a little... What is a bell tent? A bell tent is like a canvas, a thick canvas tent. So it should crush okay. in spring, summer, and fall, but not going to be a good situation for the winter. For the winter. <laughs> I tried to camp with my kids, yeah. and that didn't go so hot. So some of them are going to be more true, kind of like camping, glamping kind of yeah, scenarios. Like that's the word. Thing. Like that's Whereas a huge... Whereas, like, the domes might have, like, what, ba- or some of them might have, treehouse might have a bathroom actually running water. Right, yeah. So, okay. we're, you know, obviously, there are some treehouses at the gorge already that are doing really well, but they're more composting toilets. Like, hey, here's a five-gallon jetical water to, to carry up with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's, you know, outhouse or whatever. But we are definitely trying to be a little bit more luxury as far as the dome, as far as the treehouse. We're going to be, you know, kitchen, yeah. bathroom, shower. Probably hot nice. tubs, like really trying to create that awesome. exceptional experience. Well, you're not doing real estate or talking to you know kids at you know schools and so forth. What do you what are your unique hobbies or skills that you like to to do? Man, I um, I am an adventurer. I love to just go snowboarding, go wakeboarding, go to the lake, uh, yep. go to the mountains, anything fun. But I need to have somebody there with me. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I hear you. Just doing stuff with my my friends, with my family, building those relationships. Hopefully, doing something where there's a slight chance we might die. Yeah. But then not dying. Because your deep. oldest kid, your oldest is how old? Uh, so she's ten. And ten. I have a nine. Yeah. So they're kind of now getting to that age where it's like, all right, we can do, we can do some more adventurous stuff or adventures, do more things than right. when and, it's like a stroller involved. And, and, so and if anybody knows my uh, my family and my kids, like. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely on the on the crazy side. <laughs> let's go cliff jumping, Dad, or right. rope swinging, or let's go down the black diamond. Yeah. So, I just went skiing and almost ended up on a black diamond. I haven't skied in like seven years, so that would I'm not necessarily that level for sure. 
Uh, one of your, uh, what's one of your favorite uh, concerts? First or favorite concert you ever attended? Let's see. Um, favorite concert? What was that? We just. Uh, I went to a Coldplay concert whenever okay. I was. Uh, yeah. When I, was, I was up in Washington D.C. and that was like when Yellow was a hit. Yes, I saw so. them around that same time up in Cincy. Yeah, it was awesome. That's awesome. Um, what are you, one of your all's favorite uh, date night restaurants in Malone's? Areas? Yeah. Always Malone's. Always Malone's. Doesn't matter if we. Where are you getting before. the Malone's? All right. This is a because <laughs> I know what I'm getting. I'm just curious what you're getting. <laughs> so we're getting the the California roll. Starting off with California roll. Okay. Then they're gonna hit you with the bread. Yep. And the the Lexingtonian salad. Mm. And then we get the twin fillets. We split them. Yep. We split the whole meal. Yeah. So because I'm oh, sure yeah. like that. Yeah, you can. And we split the whole meal. We get out of extra side. We're out of there for fifty bucks. Yep. And like. Most times we're like, "Hey, can we get a salad on the way out?" And they give you a whole another salad. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta be thrifty around here. Yeah, I used to love it. Now I am a big. Your taste buds changed. I'm a big fan of uh, blue cheese now. So the okay. uh, blue cheese on the twin fillets has rocked my world. Now that's what I have been getting lately. Uh, what's the first car you ever owned? Oh, uh, a Chevy Cavalier with the ground effects. Boom. What's the ground effects? Like lights underneath of it? <laughs> no, it was just like the plastic piece that made it look oh, yeah, more low yeah, profile. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, all right. And then uh, anything that, you know, as far as the, the tree, the your investment property there in the gorge, you know, anything, last words as far as that goes, what to say, how do we find out about it or follow along with that? Yeah, so uh, we're going to be rolling out all the social media and, a, and a, even a website. It's going to be called Nature Rooms. And... Uh, it's going to be awesome. Like, I'm super pumped about it. Like I said, you know, eventually this, I feel like 2022 is just kind of the, the testing year and we're going to see how well each one of them do. But, you know, within the next two or three years, I'm hoping yeah. we, we pop up. That area, I guess 10, it's 15. going to start continue to explode for sure. And so I'm excited to watch it. So check us out. Come hang out with us. Come stay. It's going to be awesome. Matt, appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, and thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, and we look forward to having everyone join us on next week's episode of the Kentucky Keys to the Commonwealth podcast. Matt, appreciate it as always. Thanks, man. To learn more about this podcast, visit our page at keystothecommonwealth.com. To connect with Landry regarding insuring your investment portfolio, email Landry at novainsurancegroup.com or call 859-687-2004. 